Should every woman over 30 receive genetic testing for breast cancer? Up next on The Scope. Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs. The Science and Research Show is on The Scope. I'm talking with Wendy Coleman, a genetic counselor at the Huntsman Cancer Institute at the University of Utah. Ms. Coleman, explain the viewpoint that was published this month in the Journal of the American Medical Association. Dr. Mary Claire King um, gave a a very thought-provoking presentation and article um, regarding the idea of population-based screening of the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes. Typically, we have relied on the tool of family history to help us identify families that maybe have mutations in these high-risk genes. We looked for families that have features such as multiple women with breast or ovarian cancer, um, women who develop breast cancer at younger than average ages, um, women who develop both breast and ovarian cancer or perhaps bilateral breast cancer. Those were all red flags that maybe there was a mutation in one of these genes being passed through the family. Dr. King suggested kind of a new approach to this. Rather than relying on family history as the tool for identifying families that may be at risk, she suggested that it may be beneficial to think about just testing all women for this Mm -hmm. mutation. Why focus on the BRCA genes? Mutations in those genes are quite rare. Um, However, when a mutation does occur, the risks um, in these families is greatly increased. The risk for breast cancer can go up between 50 to 80%, and the risk of ovarian cancer can be elevated as high as 60%. Also, there are very well-established screening and prevention recommendations for women with mutations in these genes. Mm -hmm. Um, We can screen for breast cancer at an earlier age or more carefully, Um, using things like mammograms and breast MRIs. Um, Some women also opt for prophylactic surgery to remove the breast or ovaries before a cancer develops. So Dr. King's argument was that, you know, even though these mutations are uncommon, you know, if they are present in a family, um, the risks are very high and there are very specific things that um, the women in those families could do to um, reduce their risk if they were alerted in advance. So why does she think that um, knowing the family history may not be good enough? Some families are just very small, um, Mm -hmm. and there are few relatives, and it's hard to see a strong pattern. Um, Also, for um, mutations in genes such as BRCA1 and 2 that tend to you know, cause an increased risk for cancers, you know, most specifically in women. If you have a family that just happens to have lots of male relatives Uh as opposed to females, you know, this mutation could be passed through generation of men who don't develop the cancer. um, And we we won't see that until it it shows up in in finally a a female granddaughter, for instance. But I thought mutations in BRCA could cause breast cancer even in men. They can. The risk for a man with a BRCA mutation to develop breast cancer is only about 6%. And do we have a sense of how many women do not get tested for BRCA that actually carry the gene? You know, we we are probably missing um, a fair number. We recently completed a study um, at Huntsman that um, was looking statewide at women um, who meet the current guidelines for genetic testing, which are based on family history. Um, And we contacted women throughout the state and found that um, of women who meet current genetic testing guidelines, only about 20 to 30 percent of them had previously been tested. Um, So certainly, you know, 
there are there are barriers to this getting done. Um, some of it is information. Um, some of these women, you know, reported that their doctor had never brought it up to them. They weren't aware that this testing was available. Mm. Other barriers are cost and insurance coverage, mm-hmm. which can still be a problem. So her recommendation is, in addition to, you know, your typical mammogram, she's recommending that women over 30 undergo testing for the BRCA gene. What do you think about that recommendation? At this point in time, there are lots of steps or, you know, pieces that would need to be put in place before we could really begin something like that um, very effectively. Dr. King, you know, kind of based her recommendation on a recent study that she did in Israel. Mm -hmm. Um, And individuals of Jewish ancestry, there are three common um, mutations in the BRC1 and 2 genes um, that you know account for the majority of hereditary breast ovarian cancer in that population. Um, so in that population, um, the likelihood of having a mutation is much higher than in individuals who don't have Jewish ancestry. Mm-hmm. And also the testing is much simpler because we only have to look for three mutations mm-hmm. as opposed to looking for the thousands of mutations that have been identified in you know, individuals of non-Jewish ancestry. So it, it's a little hard to, to take that study and say, okay, now we can do this for everybody you know, in any country. With the thousands of mutations in BRCA that have been found, are all of them high-risk factors for developing breast cancer? So not all variations identified in a gene will necessarily be associated with disease risk. And this is is really one of the big challenges that we need to address before we could implement population-based genetic testing of these genes. Um, Sometimes changes will be identified in the gene, and it's not clear whether or not that is, you know, that change in the genetic code would actually damage the the protein um, being produced by that gene, um, or if it's just part of kind of what makes everybody unique. Right. And, you know, I guess some of it is psychological. I mean, if you know that you have variations, it may cause anxiety, even though we don't know if there's really a a basis to be worried uh, about those results. You know, that can certainly, you know, be part of it. Studies have shown this, um, that women who are found to have these variants of uncertain significance um, in some cases, have almost as much anxiety um, as women who are found mm. to have mutations um, because they've been told, well, we found something, but we don't know what it means. Um, and so, you know, there can be anxiety that goes along with with uncertain findings. Mm-hmm. You would say that at this point, we're not quite ready for population-based testing because we don't know how to interpret all the information that may come back. Are, are there any other factors we should take into consideration? Lots of logistical issues would probably need to be ad- addressed before we could, in a really cost-effective way, do the whole population. Right now, there's a hodgepodge of commercial laboratories throughout the country um, offering BRCA testing, each one maybe using slightly different technology, each one um, maybe interpreting some of these genetic variants you know, a little bit differently. Um, we also don't have um, consistent and uniform ways of tracking genetic testing in a lot of electronic medical records. Mm. So, you know, if a woman has one doctor at age 30 who orders this test but then switches to another healthcare provider, you know, how is that information going to follow her through the healthcare system? But like I said, I think that, you know, having discussions like the one Dr. King has initiated is really going to help us 
um, start breaking down these problems and, and figuring out how to solve them. And so what would your recommendation be at this point? So, you know, for women who have a family history of breast cancer, um, you know, we do encourage them to um, talk to their doctors or contact Huntsman Cancer Institute um, for more information. Um, like I said, you know, even among women who have a family history of breast cancer, that is not necessarily indicative of BRCA1 and 2. Um, for women who don't have a family history of breast cancer, you know, at this point in time, you know, these tests are typically thousands of dollars and um, the likelihood of there being a mutation is 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 very low. So, you know, we would encourage them to, you know, continue to work with their doctors, follow general population screening recommendations. In the future, as our genetic testing technology evolves, wider spread testing may become an option or, or even the recommendation. Interesting, informative, and all in the name of better health. This is the Scope Health Sciences Radio.